Welcome to Nine to Thrive, Lead Generation Uncovered with Laura Burnett, Tech Geek and Email Marketing Extraordinaire, and Nikki Williams, Business Mentor. That is me. We're both from the Thrive Business Academy. We're here because we're passionate about telling you the truth about online business and to support your lead generation growth and income. And today we're talking about how to increase signups to your masterclass. Yes. Yeah, so when we're talking about masterclass, we mean that you're going to be running like a live event as potentially a lead magnet, or it could be a paid one, but we're going to use it as a free kind of example where you might be presenting on a topic and obviously you want people to sign up and attend. And you're probably going to deliver this live on Zoom, or you might be doing a live Facebook event or something along them lines. So it's all about increasing the signups because not everyone attends. So you might have 100 people sign up but you probably only get to maybe 20% of them that might attend. Some people can achieve 50% rates of people actually attending, but it's hard to do. So we want to, you know, set you up so you know what's going to happen. So you potentially would have 20%. If you only had 10 people register, you potentially are only going to have maybe two or three people that are going to attend. So it's all about increasing the signups, but also attracting the right signups. We don't want you just to sign up 100 random people who aren't relevant to your actual masterclass. And one of the main things is, which a lot of people will try to skip because they don't know how to do it, is you need to make sure you've got a landing page created for your masterclass. And a few people will try to skip this and they'll just make it so that people sign up with an email or DM me and I'll add you to it. Or they might just actually have a Zoom registration link instead or anything like that. But it's so important to get that landing page because it gets the feel for you across a landing page. Because straight away, when you look at someone's website or someone's landing page, you will know what kind of person they are. Are they fun? Are they professional? Are they outgoing? Are they very strict and corporate? Are they very open and honest? You can tell that straight away from looking at someone's landing page. And it also needs to not be a long-winded landing page. I'm sure you've seen plenty, Nikki, where you just have to scroll and scroll and scroll just to find the sign-up button or anything like that. Yeah, there's, don't, isn't it that it has to be above the fold? So as soon as you have to start scrolling, then you've got too much stuff in there. So you need to. So it's instant. Again, it's instant gratification. If it if it becomes complicated, then people will zone out and they think I can't be bothered to read all this. Yep, and it needs to be maximum three sections, and then always in that first section, there's some key information that a lot of people miss out. And one of these key pieces of information that I see missed out very much is the date and the time. What is the date and the time? And number two, what are you actually covering? What is the topic? And these two things, they are often missed. And you want to make that very obvious. So when someone loads the screen up, they don't have to scroll to find this information. Maybe have a little countdown timer as well. And it tells them the date it's happening and what the hell it is that you're talking about. And then further down, that's when you can go a bit further in depth on it. You don't need to do that at the top. Do that a bit further down. So definitely need a landing page. And then we need to connect it up to your email marketing system. And when we talk about this, it's so that people actually get the emails and reminders. So, so I've signed up to so many masterclasses where they don't even send you a confirmation email to tell you that you're registered. Or they don't send you any reminder emails. And I will honestly forget to turn up to a masterclass if you don't send me a reminder email or some way to put it on my calendar. I will just forget. I don't know if Nick is like that, but I am. Yeah, but even in our membership, we have regular events every Tuesday and Thursday, but people get busy in their own lives 
and it just gets forgotten. But we send out an email every week to remind people of what's on in the membership. Without that, people can easily forget. So we have to remember that we are not front of our audience's mind 24-7. So they need a nudge. They've already said that they want to come. So they're interested. So that's amazing. So now we've got to like take them through the journey and hold their hand until they arrive. 100%. And then next we have, where can we advertise this now? So we've got it set up. We've got the landing page, which that's going to help you increase your sign up because the more people land on it, then you're going to get a higher conversion rate of people signing up. So next, you need to think about where you're going to advertise it. And one place which is quite good to advertise things is over on Facebook. So you can advertise it on your page or your group or both. Can you do both, Nikki? Yeah, so I think you can just literally go to events and make it. You can connect it to a page if you want to, but you don't have to. But you can also just uh, limit it to your Facebook group event or you can just uh, advertise it across the board. But remember, your title is searchable on Facebook. So unless you say what it does on the tin, you know, you're not going to probably attract people. So, for example, if it's going to be covering uh, for new business or for coaches or the, the, the keywords that your audience might be searching for on Facebook, that shows up with events as well. All right. So be really, really clear about that. Make sure your marketing in, in the graphics and your content is really fine tuned to not not again, not put too much fluff in it. This is what they're going to learn. This is how long it's going to take. This is where it's going to happen. And this is what you've got to do to sign up for it. Um, and, and it really is simple as that. And you can go and advertise it in Facebook groups that allow it. Some people allow promoting events, et cetera. And you can invite people. So it allows you to invite your connections. Um, and I wouldn't do this all in one go. I would do this over a period of time. So every day you invite some people um, and it's keeping it front of mind. And you can also, once you've made the event, you can add um, posts to that event. Again, it's adding more and more um, energy to it. It's going to, uh, again, bring it up for those people that have actually said that they are going to come. They will actually see your posts. Um, and again, uh, there's other places you can advertise it. And that is also on LinkedIn. Um, and I know Laura is amazing at putting our events on LinkedIn. So I'll go over to her for her expertise in this area. Yeah, but I feel like this is like the secret that no one barely knows. Because anytime I mention this to people, they're like, I didn't know you could do this. So everyone knows you can do LinkedIn events. Um, but the problem is, is people would sign up to your LinkedIn event because all they have to do is press accept. Or, and they might have just pressed accept by accident. So it might have been a notification and they thought you were sending them a connection request. So they pressed accept. And then you think you've got 100 people signed up when actually they haven't because they haven't even read the description to send them to the landing page to actually sign up. And they've no idea what they've signed up to or anything. So now LinkedIn have done an update, which makes it so, so much easier. And it's just about knowing it. So when you create a LinkedIn event, you want to create it under your company page, not you. And this is what puts people off. If you put it on your company page, you set yourself as a speaker. And then what that's going to allow you to do is use a LinkedIn form on it. And this LinkedIn form means that so someone can actually accept it, they must first fill in a form with their name and their email address, which is the extra step that makes a huge impact. So that means when someone's actually signing up, one, they know they're signing up for it because they're filling a form in. And number two, you're actually getting their email address, whereas before you wasn't using the old way of doing the events. And then what you can do then 
is you can connect it to your email marketing system so that they actually then get them automated emails that we mentioned earlier to tell them confirmation and also the email reminders. So it's going to increase the sign up rate that you're going to get them. But not only that, LinkedIn is really good for inviting people. So you can invite, I think you can actually invite up to like 500 people a day, but I won't recommend that because you would seriously die of boredom. Um, so you want to do something like about 100 a day, even, you know, even if it's 50 a day, just invite 150 people that you think might be interested. So don't just go down your list and tick everybody. Think about who you think might be interested. So when we do them, I always invite business owners because they're the people who would be interested. I don't go up there and invite people who just staff or employees or companies because they're probably not going to be interested in it. So think about who would be interested. I just make it a little daily routine of inviting people. And it's amazing how many people will sign up. We've had new members come into our world. We've had people come to our networking event that we used to put on. We've had lots of different people come just from using that LinkedIn little bit. Yeah. And also you can search as well. So you can search specifically. So if we were just going to target coaches, so when you're going to invite, you can actually start uh, narrowing it down further with looking for specific people. Because if, for example, like I think I've got about 10,000 followers, if I was to go down through every single one of them, that would be quite tedious because there's all sorts of people in there. But I can narrow it down, narrow it down, narrow it down. So, um, yeah, you don't want to be... you know, inviting, you know, every single person on your list. But it's amazing. We have found it really um, an incredible source of new people coming into our world, for sure, haven't we? 100% have. And then that <laughs> brings me to another new way you could potentially do it, which is Google My Business. So Google My Business is when you've got your business listing with Google. Um, I think it's called Google Business Profile now, but you might know it as Google My Business. And people can leave you reviews and things like that. So you'll know if you've got one set up. But you can also set up events within your Google My Business. And that means then it has the potential of showing up in Google search. So it only takes a few minutes to set up. There's no harm in doing it. So why not try it? And it could be that you then would show up. So if someone's searching for business events in wherever it is or business events about marketing or anything like that, you have the potential then of showing up inside Google as like near the top. So like where you can see your map and stuff, it'll show up near the top and it makes it so much easier then for you to see what potential you can get or the potential reach you could get from that. That's brilliant. I definitely need to do that because I have not done that at all. So that's- I think it's a new thing on the block. New thing on the block. I love it. You're you're so on it, aren't you? Obviously you're going to talk about email marketing um, when it comes to getting that word out there. Don't forget the people that are already in your world. 100% and we forget about that we think oh I don't need to email my list because this is a lead magnet to get people on the list so why do I need to you know email my list well it's about re-engaging them keeping them interested in you showing them what you've got on offer because if you've got an email list and you're not actually giving them access to your extra freebies you're doing then what's the point you know you, you need to be giving them access and showing that you're the expert so email your current list 100% and then not just once, email them a couple of times just to let them know, you know, you've got this masterclass, you think they'll be really interested, you can sign up here. And then that's going to mean that you've re-engaged them, they're going to see your face on this masterclass and more than likely to get them to the next step in your funnel. And then the last thing that you need to do, which is probably the thing that everyone shies away from, Nikki. Yeah, and, and it's crazy, really, because I think it's like 
isn't it the rule of seven or something? People have to hear about something at least seven times for them to actually um, embed in their mind, okay? And that's really going to improve your marketing. So people think, oh, I don't want to spam. I don't want to let people know. And I've, I've fallen into that trap thinking, oh, my God, I'm e emailing people too much or I'm letting people know too much. But actually, you know, it is fact that people have to know about or see you seven times to remember you, okay? Seven times to hear about this event, this masterclass, and then they will, before they actually take action. So do remember that um, to, to just keep on, make sure you've got a big enough gap for your marketing. So don't just market the day before and then spam it 20 times, but you want to be putting it out as a consistent message. Also, the other thing I want to say is you don't have to just do adverts. Like you don't have to just spam with a marketing about that masterclass. You can use it in story posts. You can weave it into your normal everyday posts and it doesn't have to be just a sales post for that masterclass. Yes, you have to promote it. If you don't promote it, then no one else is going to do it for you. No one. I've signed up to masterclasses. No, it's very rare I sign them up for them on the first time I see it. It generally is, like Nikki said, probably about round about the seventh time I see a post about it. Oh, I might sign up for this. I'm interested. And doing posts such as like, oh, my God, 10 people have signed up, 20 people have signed up, 30 people have signed up. People get FOMO and then they want to join in as well. So 100%, the biggest thing is to promote it. Promote it, promote it, and promote it. Don't be scared to promote it. Just don't, you'll not become spammy if you organize your promotions. If you organize things correctly and have a strategy, then you won't be spammy because you will have like a week or two of promotions, lots of times giving advice and advice, and then you go back to promotions again. So 100% promote it, promote it. So in summary of that, create a landing page. Make sure you connect it up so that they get reminders and confirmations. You can set it up on Facebook. You can set it up in LinkedIn with a lead generation form. And you can set it up in Google My Business. Email <clears> your current <throat> list and promote it. Anything else to add, Nikki? No, that's perfect. Yeah. And the, the last one is the most important one. 100%. And it's the one that scares people most. But the more you do it and the better practice you get it, then the easier it does get. And that brings us to the end of this episode. So please make sure that you follow or subscribe, depending on which platform you are watching. If you are enjoying it, please feel free to leave a review. And of course, if you want to know more about me and Nikki and follow us, then head over to the Thrive Business Academy. Dot com and you can find us over on LinkedIn as well.